July 2nd, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Here straight from the Bronx. The Bronx. El Bronx. So you know already, you know, if you follow me, Salty Coffee is here to empower, inspire, entertain, and inform. Let me move the fan because I think you guys can hear the fan blowing. You know, when you're in your 50s, you need a fan, the air conditioner, you need all of that. And then some. <laughs> Our Topics include parenting, relationships, finances, education, and workforce, and especially erotic poetry. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. So I just have a little disclaimer. If you have children around in the room or youngsters who should not be hearing this adult content, send them to their room. Go prepare their Twitch on gaming. So I'm 51 years old. I was born in Bronx, in the Brook. I was born in Brooklyn, raised in Washington Heights, and now living in the Bronx. You will enjoy a few minutes of peace and joy when you tune into Salty Coffee. So let me just give you a list of where you can find me, and I'll slow down a little bit because I know this is delayed also. See, now I got hot. So we have a website. The website is www.saltycoffeepodcast.com. Please feel free to visit that website. You can subscribe for free. I don't charge. I never charge. All I need is an email address. Please keep in mind that Facebook, YouTube, and all of these other platforms may delete content, may erase all of your friends, your photos. So if you visit saltycoffeepodcast.com, you'll always be able to see our content. We're also now on Twitch. Hello, Twitch followers at Salty Coffee Podcast. We are on YouTube, Salty Coffee Podcast. This Facebook Live, or you may just be on the Facebook Wanda page, which is now Salty Coffee page. We're on Twitter, Salty Coffee LLC, Instagram, Salty Coffee Podcast. Once the live videos are recorded, I then transfer them into Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, and Radio Public. So make sure you follow us. All of that information is on our website. So you can, I mean, if you search on DuckDuckGo, Google, 
whatever search engine and you type in salty coffee podcast and you see this beautiful face that you're about to see you're going to find me you're going to find all of the content all of the people that i've interviewed and many more things but tonight tonight people we've been waiting for linda 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 collier is a poet amongst many other things and tonight i thought it would be a, a fun night just to engage with someone who is an adult, <laughs> has a lot of experiences to share with all of us. She's the one who is the vocal on the track, Energetic Man. If you haven't, if you are following me, you'll know that that was a little video clip that I created for the hearing impaired so that they get a, a little, you know, visuality of the poetry. And there are four tracks for energetic man one is with carl h and ckp one is with dj timberwolf one is uh jeremy silver sylvester and the one that i posted and created the video was with dj ace shallon so um and she also has a spiritual meeting that was produced with ckp and carl h well enough about me and salty coffee let's just um hold on how do I get my face here? Give me a second. Give me a second. Hi. <laughs> and now I'm going to add Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Okay, I'm going to turn on the fan now. Oof, I'm hot. <laughs> so we have one visitor. Hello, Irene Chan. Is that one of your fans? Yes. Hi, Irene. <laughs> Hi, Irene. How are you? So, Linda, yes. I know you said you're a little nervous, but, you know, hey, CKP, CKP is, has arrived. CKP is in the room. Okay. All right. Enough about everybody else. But if, if you do want me to tell you who's in the room and who's shouting you out, just let me know. Um, so, Linda, I know yes. how I met you, which was, of course, you know, COVID facebook through ckp's page i heard your your music i purchased your track um tell us a little bit about yourself where um, do you start right where do i start absolutely <laughs> uh well for beginners i have been writing short stories as well as poetry ever since uh elementary school starting in the fifth grade uh and I discovered that I had a knack for writing after I did uh, a black history play for school. And I recited a poem by one of my favorite poets, Nikki Giovanni. And I delivered it so well and I felt so characterized in my deliverance. I just fell in love with writing poetry and it just came naturally. So I think that was like popping the cap on my poetry journey. And I just never stopped from that point. Uh, wrote short stories uh, just about my life, about things that I experienced, places I've been. So that's basically the inspiration of my poetry. Uh, so I don't sit and think what I'm going to write. I'm inspired by things around me natural 
things, uh, the sun, the breeze, the trees, the flowers, the moon, uh, and the poems pop in my head and I instantly have to write them down or they're forever lost. And so I've grown to keep pad and pencil with me most of the time. I keep a little miniature tape recorder with me uh, because I like to call them uh, creative farts. And so when I have a creative fart, it can be anywhere at any time, motivated by anything or anyone. Uh, so I have to be ready to put my brain verbally on something, <laughs> paper or on my recorder. Uh, so I know, I know that poetry part of you. Yes. But tell us, tell us where you were born, if you if you care to share that part, just so that we can get a little bit of sense of how how you ended up being so creative from that time uh, that you started with in school with that. Uh, well, yeah, I was born in Detroit, Michigan. Um, the youngest of twelve siblings, six girls and six boys. And I'm the youngest. Um, and so that's where I spent the first um, 40, well, no, the first 30 years of my life okay. uh, in the, the neighborhoods around Detroit, Michigan. Um, been an avid reader, so I read a lot. Um, and when you read a lot, you learn a lot. And- I, I, um, Detroit was very different, but that was in 2000. So when did you leave Detroit? I left Detroit in 1995. Okay. Uh, and moved to the Virginia, the DMV area. Okay. And so I've been here now, what, 27 years? Wow. And, yeah, 27 years, uh. But I always go back to Detroit. I always go back and visit because uh, that is where the bulk of my family is. So it's always going to be home. It's always going to be my roots, you know, and you can never leave your roots. They always pull you right. back. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, People are trying to find where to find you. <laughs> They're trying to find where to find you. They're asking you where to find you. Uh, no, I'm just trying to turn the phone off so that oh. <laughs> so that they Take won't <laughs> because it was making noise over here. It was beeping a little bit, so I'm like, up. Text them back your cash app. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It should be running across the screen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my god, now okay. I see Tierra is in the house. But um, yeah, and so Detroit life has been very, very interesting. There was a lot of things going on all the time, uh, activities. Um, Detroit has a deep-rooted history with with gangsters and um, uh, the numbers and whiskey running and, you know, prohibition type. Wait, wait, whiskey running? What is that? You know, when they when they stopped the selling of alcohol during the prohibition time. And so everybody was trying to make their own liquor and it was it. Okay. underground being delivered and you know, people got still it, drink. You know, uh, but it was notorious for gangsters. Uh Detroit has been notorious for pimps. Really? <laughs> you know, so yeah, it has, it has quite a thorough history 
Okay. So that's yeah. like New York too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, one, one, one author that wrote a lot about uh, Detroit was Donald Goins. Okay. Yeah, he wrote deep books about about that's Detroit. True. Yeah. Remind me to post that so we can look into it. Yeah. So how yeah. often do you do go back to visit? And do you visit family? You still have family there? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole lots of family. Uh, and I normally go two or three times a year. I, I okay. go back because they want me to come back. They, That's enough. That's they enough. are like ready for me to move back to my roots. Good. And how do you feel about that? You don't want to go back? Too cold? or? Uh, well, that too. Yes. Oh my God. Those winters are no joke in Detroit. I know. Uh, oh I, my God. I like the cold. So. Ooh, not me. I, I don't even know how I enjoyed it as a child, but I did. You don't know any better as a kid, you know, <laughs> older. You figure uh, the whole world is just that, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, those winters are rough. Okay. Very rough. So I don't know. It's a thought. I'm, I'm kicking it around. All right. You have said, before I ask you more questions, you have said you wanted to give us a little taste of the rainbow. <laughs> uh, well, you want to do that yeah. now or you want to do it later? I, I could do I could do one now. This yeah, is a like, little uh, a little definition of poetitus, which I call myself. Uh, so lyrical rhyme mastered over time selected words destined to be heard smooth flow poetitus does know forever speaking always critiquing non-stop seeking positions to put the mind in transition determination to be heard by the entire nation international language easing of mental anguish on your soul, a poetic bandage, soothing the brain of mental strain. Just maybe some decisions you may change. And in your life, rearrange your thought pattern, bring your ass down from Saturn back to Earth. Relive, rebirth. For it's only a passage filled with a message. Special delivery is my package. Open your eyes to a spiritual surprise. You should be able to embrace a morning sunrise. Feel the clouds mist upon your face. Proud to be of the Black human race. Learn to enjoy and respect each other's personal space. Learn self-love. There is no set pace. Poetitus. A spiritual, intellectual, linguistic queen. Hopefully her words will give you wonderful dreams. And I must again confess that I am the poetess. Um, you're not gonna hear it now, though. I'm applauding. <laughs> I'm not, when you get to the Spotify and the recording, you hear the applaud. But that was awesome. Can you tell us a little history on this? this particular writing? Well, this one I thought kind of explained my name, Poetitus, and defined what my poetry is about. And I always try to give my listeners uh, a mental journey with my poetry. So that's where I came up with the linguistics, which I thought was quite interesting. Uh, and intriguing. 
And sometimes I create words and then I have to look and see if it's an actual word. And surprisingly so, a lot of the words that I create are already in, in the Webster's or the Collier's or somebody's yes. dictionary, you know. Uh, and so I'm amazed that I think like that, words that I'm not familiar with, but create them. And you probably read them when you, you said you were a reader. And yeah. So you probably read them and you probably, you know, had yes. uh, conversations with other people. Yeah. You're, you're a world traveler. So. And I'm a note taker, too. I take a lot of notes, you know, really? mentally as well as I jot things down on little pieces of paper and this and that, you know. And because to me, when you write things, you have a better chance of remembering them. Yes. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So you're you're like a photogenic, um, yes, memory person. I'm, yeah. I'm sort of kind of I'm a hands-on too. Like yeah. I have to feel it, grasp it, and and read it and write it um, to remember. It's, especially yeah. with names, I'm horrible with names. For names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if I write it down and phonetically write it, then I'll remember. Yeah. So you left Detroit. Um, at what age? At what age when I left Detroit? Yeah. Uh, I was you don't have to give me the age. I was in my thirties. Okay. Oh, so you were an adult. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what made you leave? Um, were you just tired of? Well, um, Detroit was going through some major consumer changes. Got um, it. As a matter of fact, the the car companies uh, industry was starting to leave, and that was the the bulk of the but of the bread and butter of Detroit, the car industry. Uh, and they started leaving and going, I guess, to China, we're in Tokyo, and here and there. Uh, and so it really kind of hit the city really hard because that was the major job to have. If you had a mother exactly. and a father both working at the car factory, you were living middle class. It was very, very good. Um, yeah. And so Harvey always mentions it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah so when, before. when that began, um, I was like, mm, okay, the struggle is starting and I don't really want to go through that, you know, like I had been seeing it. And so I had uh, two brothers that was in the DMV area. And so I decided to, well, I had two choices. I had a sister in California, and then I had two brothers uh, in the DMV area. Um, and so I kind of did a toss-up on where I was going to go. I thought maybe if I went to California, I might party too much and, you know, hanging out there. You? Labs, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, not you, Linda. <laughs> yeah, at that time, yes. I, I was a clubber. House Good. music. Uh, I was a dancer, a ballroomer, a stepper, a hustler. I was dancing, nice. so I was I was heavy into uh, the club scene, um, very much, very much. And so I just thought maybe I needed to slow down a little bit. So I decided to come to the DMV area where my two brothers were, and and not go to California to the party life. Right. I got here and it was just as much party. Oh my goodness. Who would have known, right? Who would have known? <laughs> you know, I thought it was, you know, because I would come and visit every year uh, okay. and spend a month. And it seemed like it was a family oriented atmosphere. 
uh, there was mothers and fathers in the family and, you know, which was important. Uh, but oh my goodness, that was just, that was just the surface. But do you think, do you think wherever you would have landed, you would have made it a party anyway? Cause that's how I see you. Like I see you like wherever you would have landed. I probably would have. Yeah. You would have made it a party anyway. You would have been like, what's going on here? Like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think you would have done it. I think you would have just made it your own. I probably would have. Yeah. Because I'm not bashful. Uh, I'm not shy. I'm not Not afraid to talk, approach people, have conversations. Uh, So, yeah, I would have started the party probably. I, I agree. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what made you stay? What made me stay here when I got here? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the stress level had gone down. The worry of of living and surviving uh, went away. I instantly found a job. I instantly started meeting people. Um, and I just I got very comfortable. As a matter of fact, a story I created a job when I got here. I went to this club. Look at you. <laughs> and they they didn't have coat check. And, ah. so, and so I had on this fabulous sheared mink swing coat with a fox collar, you know, and I'm at the bar and I gotta sit on my on my mink. And I'm like, why is it that they don't have a coat check? Um, and they, somebody was like, well, I don't know. You need to ask the manager. So I said, well, who is the manager? So they introduced me to the manager and I asked him. And the name of the club was Classics. Wow. And I said, why is it that you don't have coat check here? I say, the club is named Classic. I said, I'm sitting here with the mink on and I have to sit on it because there's no coat check. Um, and he said, well, we had coat check, but the girl lost so many coats and it cost us so much money. We just shut it down. Uh, I said, and how long ago was that? And he was like, well, it's been about three years now. I said, well, have you ever considered reopening it? Uh, no, we hadn't. I said, well, I'm interested if you want to do that, you know, uh, and he looked like, wow, really? And I was like, yeah, he was like, so when can you start? I said, when do you want me to start? (laughs) And and I worked that coat check at that club for six years. Nice. Six years. Uh, I and I didn't lose a coat. Somebody stole a coat. Okay. That's <laughs> uh, usually what happens. Yeah, you know. Uh, but, but but don't clubs have like insurance for all of that of stuff? Course like, they do. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah. But just like anybody else, if you don't have to spend the money, you don't want to. Exactly. You yeah. know. Uh, so yeah, um, so I mean, I, I found a niche. I found a spot, and that's where I I grew. I grew, and oh my God, did I grow with that place? Uh, and I was working two jobs too, because that was a full time job. It was two full time jobs uh, that I was working. I would do my regular job during the daytime. And then I went to the club from five to two o'clock in the morning because they had happy hour. Wow. Yeah, you know, and um, but it was fun. It was such Wait, a- so happy hour or happy hours. So it was like five to two well, in the morning. Happy but- hours. Happy hours <laughs> from five to seven. You wow. know, and that's all- incredible. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the people I met and the things that popped in that club was, whew, I'm telling you, it was, it was, it was life. Give me one person that you met that still stands out. At that club? Yeah. Well, one of the, the, the managers, Sam Gross. Okay. Uh, oh, he was a very handsome, tall black man. Um, mm -hmm. And he was so classy. I mean, he really blended in very well with the name of the club. Uh, but then there was Tuesday nights when they had the male strippers. OMG. Uh, and the best dancer was uh, the Texas Cowboy. Uh-oh. You know that was his name. His, that was his, his name, the Texas okay. Cowboy. And he was so stunning uh that he featured in the centerfold of Playgirl. Okay. He was all of that. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. You know me. Yes, yes, look it up. He was the centerfold riding that horse with those chaps on and that cowboy hat. And that was that was that was everything on Tuesday nights. And all the women was like, oh my God, and you get to be right back there with him because <laughs> where the contact was, uh, was where you pay to come in and where the DJ was. So I was right in the mix of everything right there, you know. Uh, and so. What was his name again? Texas? Texas Cowboy. Cowboy. I can't even remember what his real name is, but. No, that's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. But as long as you have that image in oh, your yeah, head. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and that that's a good thing about being young at another place. You know, you could be yourself, you could be open. Yeah. And that's that's amazing, you know, because I I don't know, like some people have their opinions about, you know, and that's when you said you thought it was a, a family oriented place and now you realize that, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. This is my kind of place. <laughs> this was like in 97, 98, and, and the male strippers were popping. Yes, they were. They, they were, were famous. Yes, they were. Um, and and I, I think they should still be famous. I don't know what I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know either. Um, I don't know where they're going. The time I did see some strippers, they look like little babies. You know, where were yeah. the where yeah. were the men? You know, we had we had mystical, we had the Nubian prince. We had, oh my God, those men. Those were men. <laughs> those were men. Mm. I, you, yeah. you need a minute? I need a minute. I just went back to that club, you know, on that Tuesday night. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder what that was all about, the Tuesday night. Was it, was it, did you get a, a, a large population of women? Oh working God, women? Yeah. That Yes. And another thing that you could research is American Journal, the TV okay. show that used to come on. They came in and did a live interview of the strippers that okay. particular one, one Tuesday. Uh -huh. So we all were on TV and. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, it was awesome. It was well, awesome. And it was Classics, the name of the place? Classics Lounge. Yeah. Yeah. Classics. Mm-hmm. Tell me someone else. Tell me someone else that that pops up in your head that you worked with there, because this sounds like fun. Like this is the this is what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It no longer exists though. But okay. um, it was. It was a popper. It was. It was popping. Oh my god! And there's just so many people I met in there. Uh, and I don't even know. I guess I became popular from doing the coat check. Um, and 
So they were not familiar or, or aware of anybody getting tips for checking coats. Really? Um, but I, I had my tip bucket and I said, you want your coat back, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, motivate. Yeah, you're like, guarding the coats. Nobody ever stole one. Exactly. But one. Exactly. You didn't damage anything. Yeah. That, Not that, at all. Not, and they appreciated that, you know, because they were wearing some really nice coats in there. Yeah. You I know, could, they I wanted them looked after and protected. And so, you know, I did a very good job of that. So, but, um, but yeah, that club, that club had got, had life. So what happened after the life of the club ended? What do you think happened? Why do you think it ended? Uh, well, you know what they started with, you know, DC, Maryland, DC and Virginia is known for this go-go music. Oh. And so, yeah, yeah. Chuck Brown and uh, EU and, you know, doing the butt kind of thing like that. Okay. Though. And uh, it just got wild and really out of control. Uh, okay. It started to be a lot of fights. Uh, it was a couple of shootings and it just really tarnished the club. Okay. And eventually it just got okay. shut down. Yeah. Do you think sometimes that's systematically done or that's just something that? Like, I always feel like that's just a cleanup, you know, like, let's just throw them in there so that this can happen. And I don't know. I don't know. The go-go music is really wild. Oh, Um, I see. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, house music is sexual and sensual and go-go is like, oh, I can't even find the words to describe the go-go music. It's crazy. It's not. It's not rap, but it's like a hard, a hard thug rap sort of kind of. It's 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 not. Ra- it's the it's that beat. It's the uh, beat of the go go music, because okay. uh, they can put go go on any track. You know, just okay. like house can put house music on any track. Go go does the same thing, but it just breeds anger. It you know what I'm saying, and just chaos. Okay. And it was just out of control. It really. I like some go-go, some I don't, you know, it kind of mm-hmm. gets so on. You're, you're a world music lady, so. I, yes, I am. Yes, I am, because I also like uh, classical music, and I like opera, and I love my my jazz, and one of, <laughs> one of my favorite jazz musicians is Mr. Wynton Marsalis. And it's, it's no secret that I'm in love with him either. Uh, and uh, we've been friends for 27 years. Wow. Uh, and everybody think that there's this hot heated yeah. affair that we had, but we did not. We did not have it. We had a spiritual meeting. That was my first spiritual meeting in my life. And believe me when I say a spiritual meeting, Oh my God. And it still lasts today. I can call, I can call his office. I can go to New York. I could go to the Lincoln center. I can get tickets left at will call. I can get my name on the backstage list and Winton. It is. And Winton is just all of that. I'm, you know, sorry to go on and on about the man, but he can talk more about the man, you know, we need need some inspiration here. Oh, things are like kind of weak right now. (laughs) 
He's a beautiful spirit. Uh, he's quite a gentleman that got that Southern hospitality and just almost just so gentle. That's it. And, and <laughs> wow, it's. Mm. You need another minute? <laughs> you need another minute there <laughs> because when i start talking about that man right there I, mm -hmm. I i feel like i just light up my beacon lights come on and so that spiritual meeting is 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 this person also part of the energetic man or no uh no okay good. we'll talk about energetic man later because i yeah. want to talk about that one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're so Classic lounge closes, mm -hmm. and, and now what? Where are you partying? What are you doing now? Oh, we're all over the place now. Uh, oh, there's other you. spots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's other spots popping. Um, we used to just we just used to do like club hops, you know. Uh, okay. and, and they were all older people. They were not young. Nobody was older people retired from the government. You know, DC being the government. Right. is uh, and so I just I just hooked up with the right group of people and started hanging out with them. Um, and uh, <laughs> we partied, we traveled. Uh, oh my God, we traveled, we partied, we had cookouts. We oh, we did the most. So when you say we, are you talking about like a? Specific clique of people uh, that you hang out with. Of people. Okay. Yes, it and was friends, close um, friends. Yeah, yeah, and I would say it was probably forty to fifty of us. Uh, wow, that was in that clique like that. And That's a big group. Yeah. So every year we traveled, starting with January. We would go up to the mountains for. Martin Luther King's birthday weekend up mm -hmm. to a Bryce Mountain, which is up uh, somewhere up in Virginia. Okay. Um, and uh, we would rent these fabulous chalets. Oh my goodness! And we would just travel from chalet to chalet, partying, and and just and then we would go out to go skiing. I'm not a skier, so I would sit in the little cafe window watching them out there. You know. Uh, Oh my God, but we would party. And then June, we would go to Hampton, Virginia for the jazz festival every year. And that was fantastic. Oh my goodness. I mean, it Do was- Do they still party. have it, the jazz festival? They haven't had it in the last couple of years because of the COVID. Okay. Uh, but then it was fantastic. And, and Frankie Beverly was always there every Sunday. So they'd have shows on Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday was the big one because it was Frankie Beverly and everybody had their white on and you could just stand on your balcony at the hotel and watch the people walk down to the Coliseum and everybody had on white. And oh my, it was just every year, It was, every year that was fantastic. And then we would turn around and go to Arizona for uh, a red skin and uh, Arizona. Phoenix or Sedona or? Do you remember what um, I think what part of Arizona was that? I can't remember. That's fine. I want to say Phoenix. I can't remember. But, but it was like in the winter time because it's kind of hot. No, it would be it would be like November. Yeah. Okay. November. Um, 
and we would fly in and check into the hotel on Saturday, spend the night, get up on Sunday, pack our bags, load them up, go to the football game, and leave the football game and head straight to the airport and fly to Vegas. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling you, we traveled and we partied. Uh, oh my goodness, I it was it was amazing. That sounds it like fun. Was Where amazing. was I? Why didn't you and I meet back then? I know, I know, I know. You know, uh, that sounds like my kind of group. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a really good group. It was a really good group. Forty people did it grow while you were at it. It, it was growing. Yeah, it was growing. People were being added. I mean, and then we started losing people. A lot of people started passing away, you know, because like I said, they were the older, uh, older crowd, you know. Um, but um, yeah, it's been a good 27 years that I've been here. It's been fantastic. I, I so many memories. And of course, I never stopped writing. I never stopped writing. There was always uh something to write about so you you did most of your writing do you have photos that you do um because i mean we're talking before internet right so right. and i think that's so much fun when it's like like that like you're you only know these 40 people and the word of mouth i think it was way much better than now you know i think that's just true i really do i mean even though yeah, yeah technology now brings in the masses but uh Doing the manual way of meeting people has always been fantastic, you know. Right. Two. Um, (laughs) I don't even want to know what you're thinking about right now. (laughs) Listen, get Texas Cowboy out of your. No, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put this one out here. Um, Okay. I, I, (laughs) I had a, I don't even know how you want to categorize but i had a i had a lover and so we had got jiggy and um <laughs> and afterwards he was like knocked out totally oblivious <laughs> and i was just looking at him and i was like oh my god look at that and i was like wow pussy it's something else. And so immediately, this is what I came up with. Let me, hopefully I can get this done. Yeah. I titled it Pussy Elasticity. Wow. Pussy. What a wonderful, amazing thing. Familiar to man, yet he fails to understand the precious commodity that he holds within his hands. One of nature's natural resources Against all odds withstands many forces. From hot to cold, you're a lucky motherfucker to have a good pussy to hold. With skills and abilities to amaze you, if you get a good pussy, it will daze you. Not all pussies are the same. Some good pussy make it to fame. Like Vanessa Del Rio, now that bitch can throw. And that's straight up porno. Good pussy, such a tantalizing treat. That's the pussy he'll want to eat. Stuck between the thighs. Let me ask you, does a shake come with those fries? Like a good meal, 
Hell yeah, pussy is real. Such a sensitive pleasure, every woman's treasure. Pussies have power. It'll have a motherfucker fucking for hours. Pussies have skills. It'll give his ass cold chills. Take him to another level. Have his voice trembling like Aaron Neville. Pussy elasticity. That's what that be. Not gifted to every woman you see. Believe it or not, some pussies can suck. That's when he knows he struck luck. So ladies, continue to milk your man like a farmer and his cow. Good pussy. Wow. Uh-oh. You got the people. You got everybody all turned up. <laughs> I love that. Just looking at him laying there, knocked out. And this 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 is the poem that came to my head, and I instantly wrote it down. And there we have it. <laughs> do you remember his name? No. I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I okay. do. I'm just joking. Yeah, I just thought I it was do. fun. <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he he was around for ooh, uh, fifteen years probably. Okay. Yeah. So that is the lover. That's a good lover. Yeah, that's a good lover. How did how did 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 you get whipped? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh my! No, but he paid for all the trips and and cars and 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 rent and things. Uh, <laughs> you know. So yeah, yeah. He was. I guess I could say he was my sugar daddy too. Um, okay. Well, hey. You yeah. had fun. I had a ball. That's all that really matters, right? Yeah. You sound like you had a, I would, I don't know, maybe in my next life, I want to be like you. Oh my God. I, you, you don't know the half of my life. It's well, tell us about the half. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. One episode in my life before I left Detroit, I was married. And uh, I've been married twice. <laughs> Okay. Not a shame of that, you know. No, that's uh, not. And so my first husband was in the military. And back in 1991, uh they started that desert storm. And he got activated. Um and he was in the Marines. He was a gunnery sergeant. And so a bunch of us wives uh decided that we were going to visit them because they had been gone for like nine months and they had another six or something to go. And so we decided that we were going to go and visit them and they were stationed in Okinawa, Japan. And so we did what we had to do to make the arrangements to go. And so it was six of us wives that got together and went and we went to Okinawa, Japan and we were there for three weeks and OMG, I wanted to live there. <laughs> and not that I was a bad girl, but let me tell you, being on base with all those men, I can only imagine what Marilyn Monroe felt like when she was there singing her little songs. Cause oh my goodness. <laughs> 
And it was amazing because every morning my husband had to be at work at like five o'clock. And for whatever reason, they did PT right outside my window every morning. Oh my God. And I was in the window like this, like, oh, every nationality, every age. And I was like, oh, I'm, oh, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. And it was crazy too, because I don't know what my husband had been telling men about me, but apparently he had been bragging about me. And I guess he had, I had some admirers when I got there. <laughs> they told your husband that, that, that is that your sister? Like, what's going on? I well, I don't know, but <laughs> he, I'm, I'm sure he was letting them know it was not his sister. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was these two particular guys that I don't know he had took up under his wing or whatever. And oh my God, why this man? Let one of these men take me to dinner. To dinner. Uh oh. This man was so fine. When I say fine, oh my God. And he had manners and he, oh my goodness. And my husband let me go to dinner with him by myself. And I was like, it, what, what kind of test is he giving me? Mm -hmm. But I passed it. I enjoyed it and I smiled and I grinned and blushed and I had never had horseradish before. Uh, and oh God, I hate that. And, and he tried to grab my hand before I stuck the lime green stuff in my mouth. And oh my goodness, when I did that, my nose went to running, my eyes went to, oh my God. And he was over there holding me and patting my back. And I was like, I'm going to faint because this fine man is all over. Like, oh you were looking for an excuse, weren't you? Oh my goodness. Mm. You sure it wasn't wasabi? It you was, it was what it is. That's what it is. That's exactly oh, what it okay. is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, horseradish. What? Right? Japan. I'm green. Oh, yeah. My. The wasabi. Yeah. You have to be careful with that stuff. I, I did not know that. You know, that uh, stuff can open was, up your whole brain out. Yes. He was so <laughs> apologetic and sorry that that happened. And he was so comforting. And oh, my goodness. Was he there to teach you how to eat sushi? <laughs> You still don't know to this day. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't know, but oh my goodness! But that was that was that was a serious test. That was a really really serious test. But I passed it. You Good. know, Good. because he was he was he was something else. He was a dream, and I'm sitting there with this dream, and I got. How, how did you meet your first husband? How did that in the club, or was he part of the group, or no? <laughs> Oh, you want to hear that story? Oh, yeah, I want to hear everything. Because I've spoken to you on the phone, and I know you haven't told me. Like, I'm like, I, I can't wait to this interview because I want to know. This is funny. My first husband, the Marine, he was uh -huh. also a police officer. Okay. And so I had a girlfriend, and her name was Linda, too. And I can't remember exactly what had happened, but she had a ticket. So we went down to the courthouse to try to get it expunged. Uh, I don't know why we thought we could do that. So he was the officer that we talked to. Uh, and it was a really comical day. 
because I'm telling her that you're probably going to have to pay for this ticket regardless. <laughs> and, you know, she's like, I'm trying not to. And so he intervenes and takes care of the ticket, period. Oh. And he started out liking her. He asked her for a date and she told him, no, why don't you go out with the other Linda? Oh. So she threw him my way and we went out and he fell in love. Oh, that's that's awesome though. Yeah. And what were you thinking? You were like, what's wrong with her? Like what? Because he was a very good looking man. I you know. know. You you uh, must have been like, what's going on? Exactly. But but Linda was strange. Linda was a strange, <laughs> strange woman. You know, <laughs> she was a strange woman. She was, uh, but I wasn't mad. I was like, okay, yes, I'll go out with them, you know. Uh, and we went out to dinner and it was really nice and with great conversation. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a good life too. Oh my goodness, was that a good life too? Uh, and, and he had the, his name, his name was Finus. Really? Finus, yes. His real name? His real name, P-H-I-N-E-A-S. Okay. Finus. Yes. That's Finus. interesting. Yeah. Is that a common thing for you know what? I, think, I, think, I think they pronounce it like in the cartoons, it's pronounced Phineas. Phineas, okay. Yeah, but he pronounced it Finus. And um, that sounds so, like a nice story. Yeah. So, and at that particular time, he was in the reserve. And so they were having their annual ball for the year. They had it every October 10th or something like that, I do believe. Mm -hmm. And he said that the guys had asked them, who was he bringing to the ball? And he said, I couldn't get Vanessa Del Rio, so I got the next, the next best thing. <laughs> Awesome. Well, he didn't lie about that. <laughs> Not at all. L Linda number one. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And he spoiled me. Oh, my goodness. He loved to dress me. Um, And there was this, this famous designer store in um, Detroit called... Um, Oh, the name just Scott Gregory. Okay. And I don't know where Scott Gregory originated from, uh, but they would only have one or two of any particular okay. item. Uh, and it was, it was quite couture. And he would go in that place and he would walk around and pick out the outfits that he wanted me to try on, shoes and bags included. And then the ladies would put him in the dressing room and he would sit on this plush sofa and they would give him a glass of champagne and I would give him his own personal fashion show. Nice. And he would, I'll take that, I'll take that, the shoes and the bag. Um, <laughs> it was awesome. Just, it, remind people, just remind people how tall you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm only five feet. <laughs> I'm only five feet, but five oh feet. My God. So I'm. I could imagine he bought you the sh the shoes with the heels. 
Of course. Oh, I was a stiletto queen. And a dancer. So you had Tina Turner legs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it wonders for the touche as well. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Absolutely. So that was your first marriage. And then you, did, that's when you left Detroit or? Uh, at the at the end. At okay. the end. At the end of that. Yeah. yeah the marriage was like, mm, okay. This is over, I do believe. You know, things change, things happen, and okay, bye. You know, there's life out there. I'm going to get some. And so, you know, I lost no sleep or anything over that. That's, you know. that's okay. Well, you left in good terms. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But you have great memories, though. <laughs> I, I do. I really, really do. Oh my God, we would dress for Halloween. Uh, we Halloween did. parties. Yeah, we we did a lot of things too. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I've I've had some really really fantastic moments in my life. I mean, you know, even with bad things, you know, there's the the good things to me that outweigh the bad, and so I I just dwell on the good, you know, and skip over the bad. Yeah. You know, and nothing's one hundred percent, but. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. Yeah. Because we could leave the, that stuff for the therapist. There's not a therapy session. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm only going to talk about the fun. The good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the stuff we really want to know. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, tell us a little bit more about then, you know, when did you meet CKP and how did you begin that? Oh, Unless right. you want to tell us another story before that. Oh, Was I, there I, something... I Stories now, but we we're, we can move on to okay. <laughs> to the mayor. Mm -hmm. uh, so I uh, had started doing um, poetry porn on Zoom, and um, it was cool. I I wasn't getting the group participation like I wanted, but I still done it anyway because it was practice. It was preparation. Mm -hmm you know, to move on. And so I, I think I did that for like three or four months. And I was like, okay, I'm bored with Zoom. I say, it's time to go to Facebook Live, uh, you know. And so I went to Facebook Live and I think maybe, I don't know if it was the first time I was on there or the second time, uh, but during that pandemic summer, I had been popping in, CKP's uh, chat room. So I don't know if he had recognized or got familiar with my name because I don't know. I have this entryway when I go into chat rooms saying, hey, VA is in the house. And I put the red pumps and the little girl in her little dress and hello, everyone. You know, the flamingo um, dancer. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I, I, I do kind of come in with a, a nice hello. Uh, Big energy. I feel it. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, not to overpower or, or smother anybody. Right, right, right. Like, oh, who is this? No, that's just me. I, you know, <laughs> I just, I just bring life with me when I, when I go. And um, so he pops in and he hears me and I kind of think he was taken back a little bit. I don't know if it was by the sound of my voice or the words that were coming out of my mouth, 
Uh, but his energy, his excitement was there. And he was like, ah, Linda Collier, uh, you need to call me after this set. And so my my true regular followers were, they was taking over the chat room for me. I was still trying to read and they were like, oh, she will, she will. As a matter of fact, Siobhan Lancaster was like, oh, she will, yeah. And so then CKP was like, does she write all this stuff? And Siobhan was like, yes, she does. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so they had that covered. I mean, they was like, yeah, we're gonna make sure she calls you. And you know, everybody was like, okay, CKP, we got this. and. You know, and then I called him and we talked and he was like, wow, we need to do something with with that. Uh, you know, and back in 2009, I had did a little CD with some music behind some of my poetry um, that I thought was cute. Uh, as a matter of fact, I did two CDs uh, on my own and all of this. I mean, burnt them and everything and hustled them and sold them at open mic nights and everything. Uh, but CKP was like, well, yeah, we, we want to do something and blah, blah. And I was like, okay. So I sent him my acapella versions of my poems and he put music to them. And oh my goodness, here I am, uh, right now, right today. Still pinching myself to see if this is, is this really what's going on? Is this really, I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's really going on. It is. It is. It is. And I'm just still floating with it. I mean, I don't ever want to come down. I just want to stay up there, you know, and I think I will. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't, of course, You know. even higher. I mean, you, you've been doing it yeah. <laughs> all this time. You just keep moving up. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. And this is, this is awesome because when he first shared, like, I, I didn't meet CKP until recently. You mm -hmm. know how things just pop up on your feed. Yeah. Um, I started with, like, 80 friends. I was a loner. You know, I was like, oh, I'm not into Facebook or meeting anybody. I'm totally the opposite of you. Okay. But, but deep down inside, I think I am you. Like, I, I know I am you. I just mm -hmm. needed some something to happen for me to get out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I when I first heard um, CKP, you know, do the little sam sample part of, I think it was uh, Energetic Man, because that one came out in April. Yeah. So I think last year around this time was when I started meeting or going into CKP's live in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this sounds like a Marilyn Monroe person, you know, like, who is this woman? <laughs> and, you know, and then you can have CKP with his accent. And, you know, he says your name so eloquently. I know, doesn't he? Oh my Linda Collier. There's Linda Collier. I, you know, I, it's I like, love that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm afraid to call her. Like, I'm really like, I was so nervous to call you because <laughs> I was like, She's going to be like, salty coffee. What the hell? <laughs> it's like, what is she thinking? But after we talked and I met you and it's just like, well, we haven't met in person yet. Right. But you're an amazing person and you're your fun. stories and your maturity and, and the way you, you know, elucidate your life. It's like, wow, look at her. 
I want to be just like you. <laughs> Not when I grow up, like now. Right now, right now. Huh? Right now. I want to experience everything you experienced before and just let it let loose, you know. But I think I, I think you're a very inspiring person. I hope you know that. Thank you. Um and I I don't know. I you do a great job telling your story and telling who you are. So how 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 was it? How was the process working with CKP? Like, is he a good person? Like, was oh, he, he like cool. just hurry up and do it? Like no, okay. no, he's 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 a beautiful person. Yeah, uh, he's the cute. The spirit. I mean, yeah. and, and that's solely what we have to work on is the spirit. Uh, and I've been spiritually in tuned with who I am a way a long time. I mean, a long, long time from the time I was a child, just just learning what it even was as it manifested in me. And mm -hmm. I allowed it. I didn't fight it. Uh, and still today I'm practicing um, making that my first and only quest to be at the top of my spiritual consciousness uh, because it's a never ending story. You know, it's a never ending journey. Uh, right. There's constantly things that you have to practice and learn and adapt to and live by. And so I'm still doing that and but years and years and years, I I stopped questioning that internal spirituality, uh, you know, because I always say that we have a built-in security system within us that keeps us out of harm's way and tells us, no, go, stop, stay, you know. But if you don't tune into it, then you don't get it. You don't get it. And, and so many times I went against my gut my heart, my mind, and, and it was the wrong thing to do. And I was like, stop this. Stop this and go with what you know. Because, I mean, it's the right thing for show. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I started using it to fill other people, whether they were good people or not, or, you know, did I have to bring out uh, the Tasmanian witch? Because I do have a Tasmanian witch inside of me, and she kicks ass. Uh, and take no names or prisoners, <laughs> you know, but I've kind of put her down a little bit because she's, she's gangster. She's a thorough girl, you know, and you have to have that type of defense in your life. You know what I'm saying? You just, whether you use it or not, I think you should have it, you know, because sometimes you just can't be that person that you are and want to be because people won't allow you. And if you right. try to defend with that, then you get ran over, you get abused, you get taken advantage of, you know? And so you have to have that AKA alter ego. So her name is uh, Tasmanian witch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, and, and, I, and I felt uh, CKP's spirit. And I was like, I like that. I really like that. You know, I, I I I had no negative feelings, thoughts, or anything. It was just okay, let's go. Let's go. You know, and 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 once I really got into the click of CKP and I've met so many like spirited minded people, it's like I'm home. I honestly feel I'm home. 
because everybody that I've been affiliated with here lately are just beautiful souls. Just, just it, a lot of love, a lot of just, oh my God, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's, I it's, feel it too in the mornings. Yeah. Because when he goes on in the morning, I'm getting ready to go to work. Yeah. And sometimes, like I said before about the Facebook music, it's like really like... <laughs> It goes really fast and then it goes really slow. So, I, yeah. I, but I tune in and as soon as he says your name, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm in. What's he going to talk about? Okay. And, um, but energetic man, I loved it. I love it. Um, it's, it was very inspiring. And I don't know if you know what my intentions was when I did the video part of it. Um, because we we sometimes overlook the hearing impaired mm -hmm. and uh you know the hard of hearing and yeah. a lot of military people you know lose their hearing yeah um yeah. so i wanted to create something very simple so that those who are hearing impaired can actually enjoy something with it well i Do love it. i love it i thought it was just it gave it, it gave the poem a new life it gave it somewhat of an identity you know something that you can actually relate to the the mm -hmm. lyrics in the poem uh I, I loved it okay. i yeah i was scared i was like oh my gosh she's gonna think i'm crazy she's gonna be like what's going on <laughs> um but but that's those are the things that i think about i think about everyone when when i want to share something that's that's really authentic coming from someone who is really authentic Mm -hmm. and genuine i wanted to share it you know to that part of that group of people who can't hear you know exactly. well it was yeah beautiful. it was beautiful yeah. um, i love it and and an yeah. honor and an honor that you use my track for that that was yeah yeah can you tell us a little bit more now about energetic man if you care well, to share energetic man oh really do you want do you want to read it or do you want to do you want to cite it Ooh, do, do I need to give you a minute? <laughs> See? <laughs> uh, people only knew how much we laugh when we talk. Oh, um, I know, right? <laughs> I, know. Uh, I, I I don't know which way to go with this. I, I really don't. Hmm. Uh, and I don't have it in front of me. And I, I don't, so tell I, us the story. I think I, I can play it after we recite that right now it is it's playing in my head right now it's playing in my head the 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 <laughs> creative moment of it is playing in my head and it's clashing like this and it's like what you gonna do with this now and it's like <laughs> look at ckp i'm the real energetic man he Let's sure is he has become the poster child for he is man he really is he really is. And Would save, you, thank you for saving me, CKP, because I'm not going to even go into the story of the original energetic man. Because, yes, CKP is the energetic man. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. He <laughs> really is. Because I don't even know how he do what he do. The oh, did you not see the interview before when he was on? Yeah. He, he, he had to explain why he's, that's who he is. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. who he is. He's energetic. Yeah. He's out there. Yeah. He's like, absolutely. You got twenty four hours in a day. Is absolutely. basically what he said. 
Absolutely. And, you know, you can sleep for two hours or you can wait until, you know. <laughs> That's spiritual energy. That's spiritual energy. Um, absolutely. Because, yeah, he definitely is that energetic man. I mean, he's moving and grooving and popping and multitasking. I and thought I was bad, but I can't, <laughs> I can't keep up with him. I know. Right. Right. I can't. Yeah, he is the energetic one man. minute. He's roller skating on, on a live video. The next okay. minute he's playing at three in the morning, our time. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he does it, but I asked him and he's like, that's just me. Yeah. What kind of vitamins do he take? Mm -hmm. hmm. You know, you just said it before in that poem. Yeah, you yeah. said it was powerful. You said it was powerful. You said it had vitamin D. It had, you know, calcium. Yeah. So, <laughs> you said it. Absolutely. Wow. That's funny. But tell us a little bit, at least a little bit about um the the energetic man. Do, do you not want to tell me the story or how you wrote that one? <sighs> not really? Not really. Okay, that's fine. We'll skip it. Not really. I, I just thought, I thought it was interesting, right? Because I think so many women fall into that where they listen to a DJ, you know, yeah, I true. think male DJs have this thing to, to, allure women into their world of music and how they express themselves through music so yeah. i i thought the story was my story <laughs> at one point because i'm like wait a minute how, how does she know like what's going on here but yeah. um it's it's the truth for a lot of women yeah and who, it's, who it's meet DJs. every every uh word of that point is exactly 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 the way it happened uh, i did i entered into the the chat room mm -hmm. you know, and, and the music was popping mm -hmm. you know and to the dance floor i glided i imagined you know and oh my goodness uh there was there was something going on and i'm how is this happening here uh you're wherever you are and i'm where i am and it's it's I mean, so they need to do a little bit more investigation into the internet highway traffic. It's something cosmic going on up in there because I mean, it's it's so feeling and real. You know, it's right. not a joke. Um, but yeah, so you know, it's it's the truth for many women. It is, you know, and the communication in the music is awesome too. You know, those DJs know how to play these songs with them titles and with them words that you know they're talking to you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, and I don't they're know who else, to every woman. <laughs> I don't know who else in the room think they're talking to them too, but I know <laughs> you're talking to me. I know exactly you're saying that to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that DJ right now. He's another one. He's another one. Uh, he's another one. I mean, I'm I'm in his chat room one night, and um, I don't know. His just the set was just everything that 
night. And so I kind of stepped out because a poem started registering in my head, you know, and then all of a sudden everybody is like, where did Linda go? Linda's not. And I came back in and I said, I'm writing a poem. You know, I said, I'll let you guys know, you know, uh, and actually that was the beginning of my Zoom set uh, to introduce uh, the chat room to that poem that I wrote about DJ right now. Right. Uh, and um, it's titled Us Right Now. And it, uh, I love that too. I love that. Uh, it's, it's jazzy you know because we'd always have the sets as if we were taking flights right and um so i start the poem off saying um that the house is in order everything's settled cocktail in hand it's time for that dj man dj right now uh and then i talk like we're on a flight enjoy your flight uh you got cocktails and a snack and remember the flotation devices located underneath your seat and we fly we fly we fly we fly you know uh and it just oh my god i it just yeah yeah and i mean i love those inspirational moments like that they really touch me deeply uh and i, I can just, tell i can tell and I, and i i just love it I just love it. I, I love my mind. I love my mind. And, and, and since I'm into this, this, this thing now, I don't even know what I want to call it. Do I want to title it CKP isms or what is it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I'm in such a, a poetic zone. My mind is just, that's all I want to do. That's all I think that's, and sometimes I'm talking and I'm rhyming and I'm like, Oh my goodness, you just, or I'm talking to people and they're like, there's a poem. You just recited a poem. And I'm like, but I'm not thinking on a poem. But uh, yeah, I got that poetic. Yeah, like like last night, Walls of Shoes. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I it's know. an inside joke, people. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. But, I, I, but I, I, I admire that, that you, you never really stopped writing. And, and you took the opportunity to have CKP, you know, bring it into life, you know, Um, people don't like to read anymore. You know, like, that's just, it's just common. And it's true. Um, Have you ever uh, signed in for any competitions with any of the poetry? Um, One of those agencies that have the poetry contest? No, any? Well, you know what? I have submitted some things over some years, uh, not to have won anything or anything, but but you, you know. but you entered. I mean, yeah, as I, long as you're a contestant, that's good enough because it's I, out there. Yeah, I've even uh, started a book and sent the first chapter into a publishing company. I it, it, I think it might have been a little too raw for them. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure there's an erotic poetry it is. It is. Yeah, agent. Yeah, okay. It really is. <laughs> really is. Uh, yeah. I mean, so you know, I've did this, I've done that, I've and didn't stop me, it didn't turn me down, didn't turn me away from, you know, who I know I am in my own mind and heart right. and soul. Uh, so so you just bumped into CKP's page? 
Is is that like random? Like, is that what happened? So. I think so. I don't even really know how, because I mean, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, um, and deeper into the summer, everybody was popping up on Facebook with with a live set, and you know, so you had you had choices, you had you mm-hmm. know activity there, and so mm-hmm. um, I was just just all over the place. Uh, all over the place. Yeah. And I, I just stumbled on him one day because I don't think anybody told me any about him or anything. Um, All I know is that at every day, because I'm an essential employee, so I had to get up and go. But every mm-hmm. day I would wake up and this thing would pop up and I'm like, who's this, who's this guy? Like, what's going on here? And See? very energetic. He's like, I'll, I'll leave a little, you know, comment, a hug, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Wanda. And I'm like, did I just hear my name? Like, what's going on? <laughs> but that's yeah. the one thing I like about him. He's very, he's a, a 100% MC. And not yeah. too many DJs do that. Yeah, yeah. But um, I admire that about him. And and every time he mentioned your name, I was like, oh, my God, who's this Linda Collier? Like, I, have <laughs> to, I have to, like, Google her or find her somewhere. Like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he does have a way of saying my name. Oh my Yeah, God. he does. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. So right. anything else you want to share with us? It's been a, almost an hour and 20 minutes. I don't want you to get tired and I don't oh, want I'm you to I'm not tired. Oh, I know you're not. <laughs> it's like uh, I told people, oh, we're gonna take a commercial break while Linda um Yeah, we it. <laughs> but I do want to share two more, a couple of more things, uh, okay. just to show my vast creativity and uh, another little insight into the mind of the poetess. Okay. So I, I wrote this piece April the seventh of twenty one. At 10.53 a.m., I don't even know what inspired it or where it came from or why, but I didn't stop until I was finished. And it is titled, If You Were My Panties. If you were my panties, would you fit snug and tight, wrapped around my ass, protecting my pussy, or would you lightly wiggle between the crack of my ass, find a resting place only to be replaced by your face? If you were my panties, what color would you be? Black. (laughs) Satisfaction, that's the fact. Red, keeping me in bed, always my legs spread. Pink, what would you think? Green, always giving me that big heart thing. White, all right, we be doing it all night. Yeah, that's right. If you were my panties, how often would you change? Once a day or only on Sunday? because you were overcome by the smell of me and us never. So you could savor the flavor. If you were my panties, would you be crotchless for easy access to the best of feasting while eating that pussy delicacy? Or would you love the feel of the cotton all over your face becoming your favorite place? If you were my panties, how would you slip into me? 
pulled down or pulled to the side to fit comfortably inside with abilities to slide in and out. If you were my panties, would you ever leave my ass? Would you ever come off of me? Could you be free without me? If you were my panties. <laughs> so you don't hear the applause, but they're there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Were you nervous? Oh, you okay. just then? Huh? Was I nervous? Yeah. Just I, now? A little bit? I don't know if it was nerves uh, as opposed to that is such a cute little piece to me. And I, it just amazes me that I would even think of something like that. Okay. I mean, it's, and so I, I, I'm thinking, Linda, you wrote this and listen at you. And so it kind of, <laughs> no, I know I wasn't nervous. I'm no, I can do, I can do the video. <laughs> <laughs> but like somebody, somebody told me on one of my, uh, poetry porn nights they was like damn linda you can howl for your own product you yes. know and i do i mean because i am a very mentally visual person yeah yeah so i'm reading and i'm having these visions in my head as i'm reading it and it's like i don't even know how to turn that off i i don't know how to turn that off uh so i see what i'm reading and I'm very sensitive, you know, and so I feel things and yes. Uh, <laughs> Listen, we all do. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Uh, but this, other little piece, this last little piece is another example of my creativity, uh, how my mind thinks and, and how things inspire me. Um, and this particular one, I went to the store. I got up from my desk one day and went to the store. I wanted a candy bar. And so once I got there and I'm looking at the candy bar and my mind is telling me, you don't need a candy bar. You really don't. So I took out my pad and pencil. Like I say, I always keep them somewhere in my pocket or just in my hand. And so I wrote down a lot of names of the candy bars. Okay. And I went back to my desk and I came up with this little piece in like 15 minutes. Um, <laughs> and it's titled Sweet Chocolate Candy Bar. You're my almond joy, and I did find my Mr. Good Bar, all wrapped in dark chocolate with nuts so deep into the caramel thickness. It took me across the Milky Way. I stopped by Mars to pick up a nut butter. While he licked my mounds, the white coconut exploded, melting my Twix, and baby Ruth did score. His whatchamacallit went straight into my Kit Kat, and for us both, it was a payday. Then he used his butterfinger to explore my Twix. It crunched right down on his butterfinger, and there was a gold rush of cordial cream cherries that spilled all over his and my Hershey's chocolate. We both lied there in sweet chocolate candy bar heaven, our sweet tooth had been satisfied. <laughs> and you, and I, and <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. Just just from a break from work. Could you believe that? 
Yes, with candy bars. That's a good thing, though. I, I like that, that you just take it, you know, okay, you know what? I'm not going to get the candy, but I'll write about it. Exactly. Right? <laughs> and make it sexy, right? <laughs> so so I know you're, you do this, right? Mm-hmm. But are you really how what you describe in most of your poems? Like, are you really a sexually active person? Uh, very much so. Okay, good. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. Not so you joke. have the, the descriptive ones. You have those in the book. It's not a joke. Okay. I am a lab wire. Uh, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Sexual, sexual freedom. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we want to know where to find those. We want to know where to follow you. We want to know, um, you know, can you tell us where we can find your poems or where we can hear them from you? Well, I, I do have quite a few of my live sets on my uh, poetic linguistic page. Uh, so that's a following platform right there. Okay. Uh, as well as there, a lot of them are posted on my Facebook page. Uh, for now, that's it. I'm in the process. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's so funny. Uh, I, I'm trying to set up some more things. I, I like I said, I, I yeah. need a young person to take and put me in the social media life the yes. way they do themselves, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm not on Twitter. Uh, I don't do enough on Instagram. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of trying to get myself mentally in that arena. That's okay. Uh, no, <laughs> I get, I totally get it. Trust me. Um, yeah. you know, but you, I mean, you can get the young person if you want to get the young person, but you can actually, it's, it's real easy to just do it all by yourself too, you know? Um, I know, it's, it's that time thing. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I'm, I, I'm, I'm at the age right now where I'm back to taking naps. And so, you know, <laughs> that nap is going to happen. Uh, no candy breaks, it's now naps. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> That's funny. Absolutely. Absolutely, because uh, some some of these DJs, uh, some of these DJs keep you up late at night, and you know who you are, uh, <laughs> you know. So GMT time, those DJs. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, but. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 gonna spread a little bit more. I'm I you know it's still new. It's still so brand new to me. This whole platform. Really? Uh, actually, um, yeah. I mean, my first track came out March. Mm-hmm. I mean, I started doing the zooms. I think like September, October of last year. So I mean, this is a whole lot for not even a year yet. I know, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I started. I started a year ago too. Did you? Yeah, yeah. About well, a year ago. Yeah, it'll be a year for me. I guess uh, September or October. So I mean, I still got some fill-ins before I hit that one-year anniversary <laughs> of poetry porn. Yeah, but everything. I, most of the things are going to be like this now because people is cheaper. You don't have to travel anywhere. Very you true. Know. 
you're yeah. you're more creative because you can share with other people from other places. Exactly. Um, Worldwide, international. Yeah. I'm global. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is definitely the way. Um, it is. I love it too. I I love that you know I don't have to leave my house. Yeah. To go see anyone. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, because so, I I think we might be coming up on one of those purge nights. The way people are acting up out here in the streets and carrying on is ridiculous. So it's you know it's safe to stay at home. <laughs> well, I I mean I'm in the Bronx, so <laughs> okay. I'm used to it. But but I'm not used to I'm not used to it because I'm I'm always home. But yeah. um I hear I hear what you're saying. It's not yeah. getting any better. But we're gonna make it good. We're we this is we're I said this in the last live, you know, we're in the age of Aquarius. Yeah. And it's all about healing and getting together and loving each other and and sharing, you know, knowledge with, amongst each it. other with you everyone. It. You gotta spread it. Yeah. So we need to support women. We need to support ourselves, our sisters, so that, you know, and that's one of the things that I enjoy about CKP. He's out there, you know, so it's, it's, it's not ironic, but it's sad that someone from the UK is actually supporting more women than, you know. Yeah, worldwide. I know, yeah. worldwide, right? Absolutely. And I think I commend him for that because I, I would have never met you. I would have never met, you know, other DJs, female DJs who Absolutely. are from Absolutely. here, you know. Yeah. But I, I love that about him. And I'm so glad that I was able to listen to your name and hear your name and hear your um, set, even though he plays a little bit. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's all it took for me, just that little bit. And I'm oh, like, OK, okay this voice and this you have a strong voice. You have like a. I don't know. When are you running for like campaign or something? Like you, you. I think you belong there. Like you belong in really. Yeah. yeah like okay, you you're done with the code check. We're gonna do open up the the Linda Collier porn, you know, shop or lounge. Like this is you know. Wow. I think you should. I, I, you know, and I think what other direction could I take? The classic lounge, the classic lounge, reopen it, bring all those memories back, yeah. you know, make it classic again, classy, you know, yeah. where people my age can enjoy a nice, yeah. you know, coat check for my fur coat and my retirement money be put into a good place. And, and, and the strip parties on Tuesdays for heaven's exactly. sake. <laughs> and, and I, I try to give, I try to give sex class. You know, because yeah. the porn industry just, to me, sort of kind of takes the class out of it. They make it, it really. It does. It does. It does. Uh, and so I try to give it a taste, a flavor, a sexiness, a classiness. You know, the, the same thing, saying the same thing. But, you know, I try to pronounce it in a sensual way. And I try to rhyme it in a way where it don't sound so nasty. Yeah. Which right. I was going to write a poem called uh, Classy Nasty. <laughs> I wrote the date down and the time that I thought of in the title, but I haven't filled it in. But I'm thinking of it right now. Classy nasty. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Code check one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I know when I've watched porn before, 
I'm mm -hmm. watching. I'm looking at her missing fingernail. I'm looking at the run and her stocking. Wait, what you, kind of porn were you watching? <laughs> <laughs> what did they even had that on? <laughs> I've never seen any of that. I've seen. Well, I don't know. I my search part on that is is totally different. <laughs> what are you searching? How do you? <laughs> I'm a very detailed oriented individual. I I'm look, sure you. Wow, you zoom I, in. <laughs> well, not necessarily zoom in. I just have good visualization skills. Okay. You know, okay. and I see things. I see things. If it's something there, I see it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't know. I'm just, I do. I just see things. <laughs> I don't funny. miss nothing. I, I, I say it's because I've always been nosy. Okay. And when you're nosy, you can't afford to miss nothing. You got to cover the whole panoramic view. You can't just look one way. You got to look the corners up and down, crossways, you know. Uh, and and I, I thought the whole point of watching it was to enjoy a good moment. Why are you watching it to dissect? You know, and, and I know because then I, I get bored with it really quickly. I mean, I don't know. I because I don't even think it's necessary. I mean, if you're doing your damn That's thing, true. That's true. you're supposed to have who needs porno when you just want to quick? Hello, oh, well, mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> on that note <laughs> oh my goodness but yeah yeah and you know and i've i've watched porn with men and they're like really is that what you're gonna sit up here and talk about i'm like yeah because if you feel like you need that i'm gonna call it out that you ain't seeing you looking at straight that and you missing the run and the stocking and look she ain't even got a heel cap on her shoe <laughs> <laughs> she's missing a shoe hello hello you know, so, you know, and well, and to me, I'm like, it teaches you not to be sitting up with a porn queen and watching porn. You know what I'm saying? Something wrong with you. So, oh, well, I'm about to kill that dream for you. <laughs> do you have another one for us? Or, or... I, I do. I do. Okay. I do. This is a wild one, too. Uh, and so, yeah. I, yeah. I wrote this one in 2012, and it's uh, I tell you, I tell you, I my mind just fascinates me sometimes. Um, this one is titled. I wrote it January 11, 2012. Okay. And this one is titled <laughs> Ragdoll. Uh oh. <laughs> Stretch me, bend me. Twist me around. Look at my sexy brown. Spread me wide and far apart right from the start. Fuck me like a rag doll. Flip me over. That's a fact. I want you to hit it from the back. Sideways and backwards. Let's smoke a cigarette afterwards. Touch me. Feel me. Taste me. Lick me. After all that, damn, just stick me. Don't be gentle. Get a little rough. Fuck me tough. Hurry. Let's get in the buff. Smack that ass, pull my hips with that notion, deep dick dips. Hot breath with trembling lips, breathing now with air sips. <sniffs> Fuck me like a rag doll. 
Show me no respect as you ride me like a suspect. Pull my hair, thrust me hard. You just earned an extra ride card. Turn it in, we'll do it again. Fuck me like a rag doll. Make me scream and call your name each and every time. Fuck me the same. Fuck me like a rag doll. Stretch my arms above my head. We're going to need a king size bed. Bend me, twist me, tie me up, then smack me on my big brown butt. Just fuck me like a rag doll. I don't know. I don't see the people snapping their fingers, but I guess. How, what do you do when you're online? You do a live. What do people usually? They don't. They don't send. <laughs> oh, they are. They are writing comments like crazy. Oh my God! I don't think their fingers can move fast enough to respond. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyone come in mind when you read that? <laughs> Besides Texas Cowboy. Oh. Mm. Oh, see, you keep trying to dig in my mind on some of these things. I think you like my stories. You like my. <laughs> yeah, I like to go deep. Like, because I like, me, I have a I have a story to match each and every one of these. I know you do. Or another. It's what you said. <laughs> I mean, literally, the snack thing was like incredible. Yeah, the whole candy bar. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah! Wow! Memories. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should write uh, Linda's Sex Chronicles. Yeah, you should. Um, yeah. After every poem, you don't even have to write it down. Just recite it. <laughs> Let me tell you about the story. And record yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Absolutely. Because this way you have time to do it. To just, you know. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, because, I mean, I'm, I always keep it 100. I've had some fantastic sex in my life uh, good absolutely that's, that's oh very God. important and and i'm sure that's what keeps us young right absolutely 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 uh mm. here i go again come back linda come back come back no leave go no, I, I, no, I was, I was, oh my god i was i was smothering on that right there uh I like oh, I, that. Linda Sutra. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh, I like my that too. Goodness. Yeah. Uninhibited. You can't be. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you, you got to get it in. When you do it, you got to get it. You got to get it. Don't be playing. Uh, make it memorable. You know? Absolutely. Especially if you just find that person too. That can actually do that. That's that's true too. That's true too. Uh, but when you're aggressive, you could just use the tools provided and do your own thing. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> know exactly what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? He could be <laughs> there, and you could just you know make use of him. <laughs> make use of it. He might get in the groove. You know what I'm saying? He might get in the groove. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Absolutely. <funny. laughs> wow. 
Mm-mm-mm. Incredible. Yeah. Well, I am going to tell you, Linda, thank you so much. Thank you for having it's me. Almost two hours. I know we can go on and on. Yes. But maybe we could do a part two after you do a whole new set of music. I definitely want you to come back to share those experiences. And I know there's a whole bunch of other stuff mm. that we spoke about privately that, you know, maybe one day we can share. Yeah. Um, but it's been a pleasure. I am so glad that I met you. I'm glad. And I'm so glad that you said yes <laughs> to okay. do this interview. Yes. And I will definitely be promoting your stuff. You know me. You know Thank how you. I do. Thank and you. Just for everyone who's listening, Linda Collier is a poet, amongst many other things. <laughs> and she's a good friend. Uh, you are a mom, right? You have yes. kids, right? Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, a great grandmother. Wow. Yes. Look at you. I don't even know if any of my granddaughters are watching. I told them I was doing it. No, someone did write um, the best grandma or great grandma something. Somebody did. uh, Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Mama ever. I thought that I was like, wait, what? Great mama. What? (laughs) I thought they meant, you know, great mom, you know, (laughs) but it could be that they meant great grandmother. Yeah. That's amazing. You look very young. Thank you. Um, And I'm so happy to hear that you actually lived your life, you know, Yes. that you are here. And I want you to um, think about taking some time to when you do your lives to do a little bit of the spirituality thing for so many people who are out there falling in love with DJs and the DJs breaking their hearts. Yeah. <laughs> so I want you to really um it, it's just my request that I want you to do that because I will be following you okay. and listening to your experiences and your wisdom. Okay. Um, thank thank you. Yeah. CKP, thank you so much for sharing Linda with the world. Yeah. Because without you, we would have never known who she was. Um, at least at least I wouldn't. <laughs> Um, and everybody else who stopped by, thank you for supporting Linda. Yes, um, thank you. Make sure you follow her. Um, <laughs> the name of the Facebook group page or the like page is Poetic Linguistic, right? Yes. Yes. And so I thank you so much and yeah. hope everybody has a great weekend. Stay safe. Celebrate the way you want to celebrate and celebrate it every day. This is my coffee. This is to you. Cheers. Cheers. Bye, Linda. Bye-bye. I'll keep in touch with you, hon. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much, everyone, for stopping by. And here's a a little clip that I usually follow it up with. I love you. Le gusta el roce, le gusta tanto. Está puesta pa' bellaquear. Hablando de eso, ya se lo canto. Yo sé que quieres más, y yo no sé.
Mwah!